Buenos días, chicas políticas. ¿Cómo estamos? We have made it through Thanksgiving and yes. boy, does it feel like now it's okay to celebrate Christmas and be in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. I don't know about you, Rita, but it feels like there has been this rush of like just wanting to get through things. Yeah. Um, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining. Uh, yeah, I, I'm super excited about the holidays. I think that everyone has been looking forward for them like um, more than any other year right i i always get super annoyed when i see like september or october like halloween decorations <laughs> and then immediately thanksgiving immediately christmas but this year i was like no yes we need this get us through this year because 2021 has been rough it's been rough and i'm just thankful for spaces like chicas políticas for us to Platicar sobre lo que está pasando. For those that have not listened to us before, we are Chicas Políticas with Rita Casaverde and Yesenia Chavarria. We're two women on the central coast of San Luis Obispo County that is in the middle of San Francisco and LA talking about local politics, national issues, uh, giving a voice to the Latinx experience. We, as the Latinx uh, community, we're very diverse, very diverse in thought and things, but yeah. there's also a lot of unity that provides to our voice as we have so much political influence yeah. and our goal with this podcast is to really encourage those conversations in your own backyard mm -hmm. uh you know let us know where you're listening to us from and what issues are happening in your own backyard i know it feels like it's been so busy yeah. in our own backyard as well as on a national level yeah i think across the country there's just so much going on and today we'll talk a little bit about um you know school boards um again just with some updates and i'm sure it's happening the same things where you live and also we'll be talking about redistricting which is a national issue right now as well so yeah there's so much going on and the good thing is that there are people out there i know you have done this this uh promise or you have this commitment i have this commitment that you know we have to be full citizens and stay engaged right. and i'm gonna give you a shout out you see yeah because you just became a citizen i did Yay! yeah a lot of people didn't know about that and i think I, for the longest time i think for me I was always involved, but never felt the need to like really get involved. And then this year it was like, okay, I have to like. Yeah. But you got involved before becoming officially a US citizen. Yes. So the yes. involvement was always there. Yeah. And then finally, with everything going on, it's just too crazy. Yeah. It's too crazy. Yeah. We have to celebrate that. But so, yes. but the US has won another US citizen. Yes. I also became a US citizen like two years ago. And, you know, if, I, my belief is, is that if we've spent, literally spent so much on right. getting this and there has been so much sacrifice behind it to get this, oh, we have to use our citizenship to the fullest. And I know that you are doing that. Yeah, and I think it's hard to admit that because we see so many people who are born in this country that 
don't believe in the system or they don't believe in the government or they don't yeah. vote. Right. Like they yeah. don't, they don't feel like there's change, but yeah. I also feel like there's a lot of miseducation. Mm -hmm. Like I know I had someone say, well, how come I don't see the president in my backyard mm -hmm. in my neighborhood, you know, mm -hmm. about, you know, he was talking about local issues and I'm like, no, well, that's the mayor's job, right? Yeah. That's, you might see a supervisor, you might see, yeah. right. You, so I think it's also important that I think for as many people who um, are becoming U.S. citizens that are so excited and they're proud to be in this country that I think it's also one of those things that if you are born here and you have that natural right that you too also be proud yeah. because so many people want to be in this country yeah. and, and do amazing things for this country because we all love this country mm -hmm. and I think we're seeing that push Rita of wanting better for this country. Yeah, and and you bring a really good point where, you know, a lot of people in in the US focus on national politics, but politics at the local level is even more important, mm -hmm. right? Because they're making there are so many politicians, so many um public servants that are making decisions on a on a weekly basis on right. things that affect us directly and within days or weeks rather than national level, which could take months or years. Right. So right. yeah, you bring up a really good, really good point. I think we have to get involved in local politics. And I hope that's what we're doing here in this podcast, just talking yeah. about those local issues. And I hope that wherever you're listening from, uh, you are paying attention to your local politics because mm -hmm. they're really, you know, the city council, the school boards, the county supervisors, mm -hmm. the DA, the sheriff, um, your governor, you know, all mm -hmm. of that is super, super important. And, and we have to step up and start doing uh, the work that we need to do as full U.S. citizens. And if you're not a U.S. citizen, mm -hmm. like we, we weren't U.S. citizens mm -hmm. for a long time and we were still doing the work. Um, if you're a green card holder or you're undocumented, you just think that you're making a life here, regardless mm -hmm. of your legal status. Um, you are building a life here. You're probably mm -hmm. growing a family here. You're paying taxes. Yes, paying taxes. You're working <laughs> for other people in this country and you're working with people in this country. So mm -hmm. make it your business, regardless of your legal status. Mm -hmm. But if you are able to vote, vote every single time yeah and if you are a green green card holder become a citizen don't wait yeah. like I know for me like I was super embarrassed because I waited so long and I am like I consider myself to be very like savvy <laughs> yeah. to have not done it but I also feel like I for the longest time I always felt like I had every single privilege except for being able to vote yeah but now with everything going on I definitely do feel like as green card holders don't wait honestly yeah. like and there are different it. organizations out there that mm -hmm. can help you with the fees there are also uh grants it's just mm -hmm. a matter of you um, connecting to your local network and seeing what options right. there right. are out there yeah right yeah so local politics yes. what's what's going on what's that what's happening yeah so we'll start with a win so uh, we mentioned a couple of episodes ago that we had a recall happening for one of our school boards uh, there are five members in the school board uh, the school board name is Lucia Marfor, Lucia Mar, um, and that school board made a decision to keep schools closed for a little bit longer than a few other school boards, um, and it was a five to zero vote. Mm -hmm. But you know, people that wanted to reopen schools right away without any plan, and even I think maybe even before vaccines, uh, where you know 
completely distributed to the general public, um, they started a recall process for mm -hmm. only the three them board members the three democratic board, board members even though it was a unanimous decision right it made no sense it was going to cost the school so much hundred and fifty thousand dollars oh my gosh yeah so and this is a tiny school board in a tiny county in california so three hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money so much money and my so so much thank yous to everyone that organized it looks like colleen martin d santos and don um, stewart or the ones that were leading this and then there was also efforts of uh you they know, were protests. the ones that were trying to get recalled yeah. oh they were the ones that were trying yeah. to get and mm -hmm. they were people were protesting at their homes yes. like it, it was not it wasn't yes. pretty right there was a lot yes. of tactics to try to really manipulate the situation yeah and this is what i think is also hard with that is when you're put in a position where of course you're advocating for what you believe is right yeah and i just feel for too long especially in this country a lot of things are being led by ego mm -hmm. and selfishness mm -hmm. where i'm just this this win local win was such mm -hmm. a huge accomplishment yeah because this just comes to show that yeah. if you're consistent, yeah. if you do not allow to be intimidated, which I, mm -hmm. I know can be hard, but if you are consistent and you show up and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and you organize, mm -hmm. this is the type of change that can be obtained. Yeah. And, you know, with this recall, um, they people that were trying to recall these three um, board members that you just mentioned, um, they had a timeline or a deadline to gather a certain amount of signatures and they didn't come anywhere close to that, which just proves <laughs> that the community is, um, is, you know, is paying attention and it's, yeah. and even though they're not the loudest, mm -hmm. you know, out there, they, they are the majority and they're not, and people are just getting tired of these loud, um, mm -hmm. bullies are out there, you know, like you mentioned, Colleen Martin, one of the, one of the board members, had people outside their house outside her house like at 10 p.m at night with megaphones with chanting it's just awful like where are we yeah and i think i know that that has been the conversation recently is that there's many of you that do want to run or see yes. the injustices and are frustrated and want to use your platform to either say something or you yourself run, mm -hmm. but there is this fear, right? This fear of saying the wrong thing, this mm -hmm. fear of, of um, maybe even putting yourself or your loved ones in a compromised position. Yeah. But I think it's also important because I think locally what is happening in Slow County, and my hope that it's happening in other counties as well, is that we are creating a support system. We yeah. are creating a community that, look, if you're willing to serve, we're going to back you up. We are yeah. going to support you. You're not alone. We are going to be there making sure that you're not going to trip and not have not that safety net to catch you. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that if you are listening to this podcast and you want to run and your heart is in the right place, we are here to support you. Please reach yeah. out. We are here to give you the resources to help wherever you, you are. We promise we'll connect you with someone yeah. somewhere, wherever, wherever you are, we'll, we'll spend, you know, time needed to connect you with the right people. Especially if you're Latinx, I yes. would say, especially es if it's Latina, Latina, mm -hmm. we need to see ourselves at these tables where important decisions are made. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a sad thing that 
Do you even think that five years ago we would be talking about school boards and how important it is for everyone to run? Uh, which, you know, there's so many things that we weren't talking about five years ago, mm. which silence is not always good necessarily or quiet isn't always good. But um, now we have to, and the sad thing is that we now we are facing the conversation because it's gotten so ugly and it's not, it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's completely a planned action from right-wing uh, groups. We have, we know that Steve Bannon has been trying to get a lot of people to run for school boards, a lot of people to go to school boards, right. insult and attack board members, escalating this into we've violence. Even, we've even yeah. seen little pamphlets yeah. of like the cliff notes of like yeah. what to say, where to go, what, what are the say, hot issues, yeah. like they're so well organized. I was yeah. talking to someone. It's like the the McDonald's drive through menu, right? It's like bam, 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 bam. Well, this I is always what you need to do. Yeah. Well, I always say that <laughs> Republican Party looks a lot more organized than the Democratic Party because their policies have not changed since the 1800s. So when you are against immigration, against women's rights, against education, you know, then you're obviously gonna get those talking points you know mastered and yeah. because you're pushing for the exact same thing every single year it's just a cycle and i think it's hard to read that too because i'm seeing a lot of people unhappy with the dumb party mm -hmm. on a national level mm -hmm. uh but i also feel like we really and i and I hear so often, well, I'm, I don't see myself as a dem. I vote independent, right? Yeah. I register as independent. Which is fine. Which is fine. And and I also want to say, though, is that the Republican Party does the messaging well, right? Like, they yeah. really unite. Whereas with us, we don't have that. Like, and it's so frustrating because so it's frustrating. like, we're our own worst enemy. And like, it's not that the message, the yeah, and it's not that the message is not, it's not, it's not that there's bad messaging. I've come to learn now that it's not that we don't have message. It's not that we don't have good message. Mm -hmm. Is that when the message hits the group or the mass, mm -hmm. there are 20, 100, 200 different people with like, but, but what about this? But what about that? And then it's over. So it's right. not that we are not good at messaging. It's that we're not good at following the message, which is in a way yeah. fine because we don't want this to be a cult in any way, but come on, right, you know, right. come on. Well, we need to be effective, we have right? to unite. We need to be effective yeah. and, you know, you win some, you lose some. And yeah. I think it is it is hard when you do have a, a, a wide spectrum of diversity yes. of God and, and believing what is right. But, it's just the nature of it, I guess. Right, right. It, and I would love to see more, more working together where, you know, I know for me, it's, I have to, I have to swallow my ego a lot. I have to have some... So for certain things, I have to have a short memory. And yeah. then for some things I do remember <laughs> forever. Right? Yes. But it's, it's always like in the forefront of checking yourself to be like, yes. okay, is it about, if am I making it about myself or yeah. is it for the better of the community? Yeah. Right? And when we look at the bettering of the whole, mm -hmm. there is a lot of compromise that has to happen. Yeah. And I think you, you nailed it. We do have to be united because there's so much more that we have in common in this country, you know, like mm -hmm. even through party lines, right. we, shared you know what was it, like 65 75 percent i think of people 75 percent of americans agree that roe v wade should still be in place and we're seeing that 35 45 percent of the people that have 50 percent of control and congress are right. you know are trying to get rid 
rid of Roe v. Wade, which, you know, protects abortion rights. So mm. when we unite, I think once we realize that even across border lines, when we see what we have in common, we mm. will get much, much more exactly. through. Yeah. Yeah. But back to the school board. Um, yeah, they made it so ugly. They're still making it super ugly. I'm sure wherever you wherever you're listening from, <laughs> I'm sure there's a school board that school board member that's being bullied right now and in your oh, county goodness. or your state. Um because that's just how, that's the plan. It's planned. And um, it it just sucks because now it's so much harder to get people to run for office. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what what is the other option? Not run for office, keep right. those uh, seats unchallenged and just have those QAnon, um, you know, politicians running for those seats, right. which is what we're seeing here in our county as well. So, yeah, so definitely. Uh, I know that with Passive People's Action, we just had our first meeting on Monday. And Rita, I oh my, I was so inspired. Really? I was nice. so inspired. It was finally a breath of fresh air. We had the youngest person on there was 27 years old. Nice. We had representation from the queer community. Nice. We had representation of women, nice. men, Latinos. The majority I would say was probably Latinos, nice. but showed up. Uh and and like I, you know, like I'm saying, look. You don't have to run tomorrow. You don't have to exactly. run in the next two years. You exactly. can you can pr- start planting the seeds now. Yeah. And growing yourself, growing your voice, growing your confidence, yeah. growing your message. Yeah. But the work starts today. Yeah. Right. And, and then if you want to run 10 years from now, hey, I'm cool with that too. Yeah. Like let's just get the process going and, and creating that community of support because maybe that's that's where we've been going wrong, Rita, is that we've thrown people in these positions and yes. have put the weight on the world on them to create the change. But it really takes a whole community to really yeah. support people because we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Yeah. You're putting one individual person um, and you build a statue, you know, for them. And then you put them against an institution mm-hmm. and that's just never going to work. So I honestly have very low tolerance when people say, oh, the dams are doing this or oh, this politician is doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, let's check ourselves. What are you doing? What okay. are you doing? Are, at the very least, are you voting? Mm-hmm. I know that 18 to 30, 34 age bracket is the lowest, the, has the lowest voter turnout. So chances are that you're not voting, actually. Mm-hmm. And then let, you're not doing the bare minimum. You're definitely not supporting a campaign. You're right. definitely not running for office and you're not attending your, your city council meeting, supporting your position, or mm-hmm. you're not calling your congressman. You're not mm-hmm. calling your senator. So how do you expect anything to change? You know, you can't just <laughs> watch from TV and hope that someone else right. will be the ones pushing for change. It has to be all of us. Absolutely all of us. Everyone like the tío, tía, el primo, la right. prima, el vecino, no, el perrito, todos, todos, <laughs> todos. Todos tienen que salir y apoyar de alguna manera. Y, por, y lo mínimo, lo mínimo es que si puedes votar, salgas mm-hmm. a votar. Yeah, and all of these things, like, trust me, it, it's not a sexy going to a school board meeting, right? No. <laughs> but the thing is, these are where very powerful position uh, decisions are being made. Yeah. And it affects us uh, majorly, especially, like, for example, in Paso Robles, when 
I think it's like what 53, 55% of students are Latinx. Like, of course we need the representation. Of course we need to make sure that our students are being supported adequately with the correct resources. And so now is the time. So whoever's listening to this, if you were looking for a sign, this is it. it. If you, (laughs) your heart starts racing and thinking that I, I, I can be there or I see myself there or I think this way and you're passionate. Honestly, I've been hearing from a lot of people that they're just waiting for them to to build up that resume to feel like they're polished. And honestly, these folks that are on these boards right now, they're not polished. They're not even educated. These are people who are just overly confident. It's like show up to the room as a white man for real. Like that's all you have that confidence of that average white man yeah because um i don't know if you guys follow but the house uh, of representatives like in congress they passed the build back better act which has a ton of good stuff for so many people across party lines like insulin prices will go down you know universal pre-k um, and I don't, climate care, change. I don't care if you're a Republican, Dem, that's good news. Okay. Yeah, like- <laughs> that is good news. I don't even know who would not like, who is asking to not drop insulin prices, you know, right. I'll, I'll tell you who Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, oh, he's man. the minority leader of the United States house of representatives. Fun fact. Kevin McCarthy used to be our Congress person or Congress member um, here in Slow County, in San Luis Obispo County, uh, because his district would go all the way to the coast. Oh, and wow. until 2010, when the last redistricting, this is why redistricting is so important, until the last redistricting, the maps changed. And so he wasn't our um, representative anymore, thank God. Uh, <laughs> but he used to be a representative and he's now still in Congress. Um, and he uh, spent, I don't even know how many hours talking on the floor of Congress trying to block the Build Back Better Ugh. Act. And more than eight hours, he spoke more than eight hours to delay the vote. He talked about absolutely everything except what was in the in the bill. And I saw a video of Alexandria Casacortez. I don't know if you saw this. Um, but she was saying like exactly what you're saying. It's like, how can this guy with his limited amount of mm-hmm. language and vocabulary is able to speak for eight hours without addressing anything that is in the bill? Right. And just, you know, with this horrible... Uh, diversity behind him, supporting him, you know, it's right. all like white men. Uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez was saying how diverse their ties were, because other than that, there oh was my no God, diversity so there. And, you know, these are the people that are in Congress. So just think about who are right. the people at the school boards, at the city councils. Mm. Yeah, no, you don't have to be polished in any way. You just have to go and get the confidence of Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> 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 yeah, just get that energy every morning. <laughs> every morning. So this this brings up the good point of the one of the topics that we wanted to talk about a bit, which is the redistricting. Yes. And before that, um, we'll just mention that, for example, here, if you're listening from Slow County, from San Luis Obispo County, um, there are seats currently open 
for school boards. So yes. I live in Paso. And I love talking about Paso Robles because most people in California <laughs> know Paso Robles for their wine and, you know, coming oh, here for the weekend and just you know, enjoying the sun and the food and, you know, going to the wineries. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that we're dealing with the most horrible school board ever who's banning critical, how we teach critical race theory and closing schools for Latinos that, you know, are in shambles. So I'm going to, I'm going to also add that, you know, for the longest time, I, I would blame Chris Arendt, which is the board president of the mm-hmm. school board. And yeah, he is, he is a big p- part of the problem, but mm-hmm. you know what, Lisa, what I'm what? learning too, is that the school board as a whole, all of them share equally responsibility for the issues happening. Oh yeah. But also the superintendent, Kurt DeVos, the deputy of superintendent, Jen Gaviola, mm-hmm. and all the other administrators it's, that it's are an being silenced, yes. exactly being silenced. Yeah. And they might be doing the work behind closed doors, mm-hmm. but we need them to show up and be loud in front of the public. Yeah. Because you have to be clear on your messaging. Yeah. And I have seen it for the multiple times. Like I always, it's like what you were saying. I've been attending these meetings. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on. Yeah. I know when people are being silent. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's really frustrating, Rita, that yes, there is an open seat available, but these are also, it, it, it runs so deep, right? It's yeah. this institution, right? Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, getting our, our school board back would be a step in the right direction, but it's not limited to just that. We yeah. need a better superintendent. We need yeah. better administrators. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the school board could have the power to ask for those things. So, right. uh, or at least have influence on it. So if you are in Paso Robles, you're listening to this, you like what we talk about, you agree, you're nodding, you're snapping your fingers saying yes, run for school board. Exactly. Why not? You, if you're in the district, um, you can run for it right now. There's an appointment process open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe you can still say, right. You can still say that you want to go for it. Yes. The applications have been, uh, coming in. We recognize some names that make us excited. And we also recognize some names that we're concerned about <laughs> as well as recognize names or don't recognize certain names. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the scary part, Rita. And, and, and also addition to Lucia Mar is that we want to focus on education. We yeah. want to focus on student success. Like yeah. we want to make sure that all children feel safe, right? Yeah, we want to, in 10 years from now, we don't want to be talking to, or 10 or 10 years from now, we don't want to be in this podcast talking about how we're still fighting critical race theory, you oh, know? It, this all, it all starts um, at our schools uh, with education. So um, there's a, an opening in Paso run if you are interested even if you even if you don't get it it will give you exposure and experience um it will connect you to the right people that support your voice and what you stand up for so just run uh or find out what the appointment process is probably a few forms i'm sure we'll we have people that we know that can help you fill out those forms um and the same now is happening at lucia mar because you know, one of the members that was not being recalled actually passed away mm. very recently. And um, 
now there's an, an opening, a vacancy in that board. So mm -hmm. you can also apply for that if you're in CMR school board, which is south part of the county. So if you're either in the south part of our county or in the north part of our county, mm -hmm. apply for those vacancies. And I'm sure that if wherever you're listening from, if you check out who what's happening at your school boards, there will probably be one opening somewhere or an election coming up. So start getting informed, start getting connected and support those members if you're not running. Right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, now I think it's a good time to move on to redistricting uh, because there's ha redistricting <laughs> happening at all levels, and yeah. it's such a big topic. We've talked about it in previous podcasts. We'll try to make it really quick uh, today, um, but pretty much we started this process very late. Mm -hmm. You know, don't want to take us back to the Trump presidency, but I right. have to because there were so many issues with the Trump presidency and the census and just COVID happening uh, and not being handled correctly, mm -hmm. um, the census data was delayed. Right. And so the census data came back in September. And since then there have been public hearings, even before the, the census mm -hmm. data came out, I think sort of June, a lot of uh, cities, school districts, um, counties, mm -hmm. and the states have been holding public hearings, trying to hear from people how they want their communities to look like, you know. Mm -hmm. There are some borders that don't change, like cities, states, mm -hmm. counties, the, your border doesn't change, mm -hmm. but inside there are government uh, bodies, mm -hmm. and those go governing bodies have uh, limits, like school yes. district, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, and within those uh, static uh, governing bodies, like the county, uh, there are districts as well, because they, they have to get representation to get to the board. In our county, we have five districts. And um, right now, the hottest, I think, the hottest of all redistricting is happening for us is at the county level. Mm -hmm. We have a Republican majority, three to two. Um, and the maps that have been sent, submitted by different people um, have been going through public hearings. People have been going to meetings saying how they want their communities to look like, um, how, what communities they think belong together, which ones mm -hmm. don't. And so because our county didn't have enough demographic change in, mm -hmm. since the last census, uh, we really didn't need to do a redistricting, but we are doing mm -hmm. it because our board wants to make changes right because they're they're seeing you know what's written on the wall you know the writing on the wall they right. know that even with small changes their uh seats are in danger right and they want to keep that majority so what they what happened on november 19th which is already late we should have had that mm -hmm. step way a long time ago like a month ago at least um is that they from all the maps uh, there were like 20 maps or something Right. They decided to go with two maps. Now, at the November 19 public hearing, they about 60 people versus 45 people, uh, 60 people supported uh, a map called Map A that didn't mm -hmm. have any changes, pretty much any changes, uh, pretty much no change. And um, there was another map that was the Republican map mm -hmm. submitted by Republican, pretty much supported by the Republican yeah. Party. Um, that got about 45 uh, public comments in favor. Well, guess what they did with the map A? Oh my goodness. They discarded it immediately. Uh, uh, immediately. Even though they had the most support at that meeting, immediately 
out. No, we want changes. Mm -hmm. And so they chose the Republican map to move forward. And then they chose an additional map. So they chose two maps. The additional map is one that was submitted by the San Luis Obispo City um, or San Luis Obispo Chamber of Commerce. Mm, interesting. Yeah. A lot of a lot of interest there too. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we have this awful partisan gerrymander map that the Republican Party is supporting. And then we have this other map, which has some changes, but it's not this awful map, you know, right. that completely splits communities, you oh, know, gets rid geez. of like Latino majority uh, districts. It's just awful, it's just completely awful. Divides, it just connects cities that make no sense, you know, through mountain ranges, like, you know, it just makes absolutely no sense. And the Republican Party has been very blatant about their support. They have been oh like telling goodness. people what to say and of what course. to write. Of course. Yeah. And so um, that's where we are right now. November 30th, which is uh, this coming Tuesday, we'll upload this episode before that. Um, there is a public hearing at the county level on redistricting to choose the one, the map that's going to move forward. Guys. This is it. This is the Super Bowl. And whatever map we decide to move forward with, one of those two, slow chamber oh, or geez. GOP map, uh, will be the map that we'll have for the next 10 years. Yeah, there will be a chance from here, like in the next two weeks, to do tiny changes here and mm -hmm. there, but they're two complete set, like different maps. So right. whatever the majority decides, the board majority decides to go to move forward with, that's the map that we're going to have for the next 10 years. So wherever you're hearing, hearing this episode from mm -hmm. you you have redistricting processes going on right now in in december a lot of places already in november mm -hmm. the maps are becoming more and more final mm -hmm. and whatever those maps end up looking like uh, they will be um final for the next 10 years and you know yeah, and I Kevin think McCarthy is... was her Congress member before the, before the previous redistricting. So right. those are the type of changes that we could be seeing. And I would strongly suggest emailing supervisors and, yeah. you know, holding accountability and letting them know that you are watching yeah. and also look at the way that they are voting. Right. Yeah. And if they don't vote the way that you want them to vote, send them another email. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know because they're yeah. they're public servants that work for yeah. us. We have to remember yeah. that. And unfortunately, it goes back to what Rita was saying that if, if we're not showing up, we're not paying attention, we're not participating, we're not voting at the very least, then yeah, this is how you get this uh, unbalanced tier of justice, right? Yeah. And that's the worst thing is that for the next 10 years, if the, the Republican map, you, you know, this, this, this process should be nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Period. Full stop. But that's not how it's happening, right. at least in our county, because we have this Republican majority. Mm -hmm. um, they have the power to decide what map we move forward with, which can only be maybe persuaded with loud public comments. So, yes, right. email, attend in person or county does not have uh, any remote way to mm -hmm. uh, participate. Other counties do have ways mm -hmm. they can call in or they can zoom in. We don't because we have a Republican majority. Right. And the Republican majority wants to go with a map that is the partisan Republican map because they that means that for the next 10 years, the maps will favor them 
uh, in election. So the district will look in some way for one candidate, you know, mm -hmm. that gives the Republican uh, advantage. And then another district will look differently for them, potentially them district but with a minority at that point so they're just trying to consolidate their majority for the next 10 years against public comment like we've right. seen already um making it partisan as and it shouldn't be partisan and just blatantly you know really corrupt process when and that's the other thing or county i don't know what your county uh, looks like for anyone listening but our county decided to not have a independent commission again because we have a republican majority <laughs> it all goes back to the same thing guys um the state for example mm -hmm. we have a dem state we do have an independent right. commission uh so independent citizens that have been selected and have come together to make decisions on what kind of maps are submitted and, and right. what kind right. of public comments are you know listened to and kind of you know paying attention to the process at the mm -hmm. very least we don't have that in our county. We don't have a way to, they they have hired a consultant uh, company to do the work and they said they were going to do outreach in Spanish and English. And oh my have you heard anything you said yet in Spanish? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> no. not. They were supposed to put up this like website. There's no website. And this is, and this is, this is you bring up an amazing point too, Rita, is that there's so much happening right now in our county, yeah. uh, whether it be on like your, your backyard issues versus, you know, county level issues. Mm -hmm. And I think there definitely is this like real fatigue of yeah. trying to keep up with so much that is happening Yeah, that we kind of have to like pick our battles. But yeah. the scary part is like every battle is important, Yeah, which is why I will do this call of action right now is that we need you. If you've been watching this yeah. and you've been wanting to get involved and you just don't know how this is your open invitation to reach yeah. out to Rita, reach out to me, reach out to the Dem party, yeah. reach out to your community leaders that you need to get involved yeah. now. We need to be better at organizing yeah. as a county. We need to be better at organizing to how to, how to duplicate systems for success yeah. to make sure that our interest is being uh, push because if the yeah. Republicans can do this, why can't we do this, right? Yeah, you can send us an email to chicaspoliticaspodcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on social media and say, hey, I listened to your podcast. How do I get involved in my county? And we'll take, you know, a couple minutes and we'll find out where you can hook yourself up and how you can support uh, the redistricting process. Because these maps that are going to be uh, approved for the next 10 years are extremely, extremely important. Just, just imagine if it's already hard to get um, something passed, like climate change, you know, just you want climate change policy to get through and your city doesn't believe in climate change because they have a conservative majority or the people that are there are just not believers in climate change, um, then they are probably trying to make the next elections as easy as possible for them because chances are that if it was a fair election the people that get elected would represent the concerns of the majority and that's just not the case when you get gerrymander maps that right. have um that don't secure fair representation and that's the only thing that we're asking from this space is fair representation a fair process a nonpartisan process um but obviously you know as we were talking before the podcast we come with the best of our intentions and you know trying to find the middle 
And what ends up happening is that we end up finding ourselves getting something between the middle, which is what we're asking for, mm -hmm. and the right wing you know, extremism. Which yeah. Is not good. And I think what's hard too, Rita, and all of this is how much red tape there is, how much intentional red tape there is. Intentional we're institutions. Yes. I want to give a huge shout out to Noelia um, Corso, who is uh, who officially announced her her run for San Mateo County Supervisor in District 2 on October 14th. She is an amazing Latina who has served as um, school board for Foster City. And if she wins her District 2 for Supervisor, she will be the first Latina in San Mateo County to serve. Ever? Ever. Holy. So crap. shout out to Noelia. She is in need of your donations, we'll, we'll link it onto our uh, Chicas Politicas Facebook page. But this is a woman who, Rita, her story is amazing and it's inspiring. And she's, she's one of us, you know, yeah. like seeing, seeing her speak and seeing she's, she's a, she was a young mother, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, um, she, you know, she shared her story and she was saying how much hardship she's had in mm -hmm. her life. And even then she has, she has served. So she puts community first. Um, she's been fighting for equity on the San Mateo Foster City School Board uh, wow. and also is organizing for housing justice and immigrant rights. Nice. So, and that's the thing. It's like through this redistricting process across the country, minority groups, minority communities or minority groups really are are being disenfranchised exactly. by taking their ability to choose their someone that represents them, someone that's actually going to do the work for their communities. Because just imagine this, you have 10 people in a community and uh, five people are, let, let, or six people are like Latinos, Latinx, and four people are not. Mm -hmm. um, what, they're, what the redistricting process is doing, should do is give, you know, a majority to mm -hmm. Latino representation and then the 40% to a not Latino representation. But what gerrymandering does is that it splits the district in a way that you end up having minority Latinx representation and majority not Latinx representation. So we're seeing right. this an attack on the Latinx community across the country mm -hmm. because people know where this country is moving forward. We've talked mm -hmm. about it before when we talk about the census numbers coming out. Mm -hmm. You cannot fight time. You cannot fight demographics. And it's just going to continue happening. But right. right now, there's a opposition, a resistance, a mm -hmm. reaction to those census numbers. And there's a lot of people scared, scared on getting fair representation, which is, you know, should not be something that scares people, but it does in these days. Yeah, and I think that that's a per per perfect transition to the next topic that has been happening in our country is this, this fight still for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, this fear, this fear, this, there's just like fear for, for Black people, period, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if they're jogging outside their house, if they are walking down the street, if they play, if they're playing with a toy gun at the park if they are sleeping there if they are a child yeah if they is there's a child it, it it you just have to be black for some people to feel afraid of you and we have been seeing this uh you know we have been following the the, the cases of 
Kyle Rittenhouse in the case of Ahmad Avery. And um, it's just, you know, I think a lot of people were kind of shocked, kind of not when the Kyle Rittenhouse there, they came out mm -hmm. and he was found innocent of all counts. Um, but then also kind of shocked, kind of not um, on the Ahmad Avery case. I think it just comes to show, Rita, that obviously, number one, there's still a lot of work to be done. For sure. Uh, number two, uh, with the Kyle case, from the get-go, it was just not looking good, right? Like, from the beginning yeah. with the judge, from the beginning with oh the judge. Oh, my jury. gosh, the judge was horrible. Right. So, which, by the way, judges sometimes run unchallenged. And there's <laughs> absolutely no competition at the ballot. So, support those judges. Get votes you know in most ballots most mm -hmm. elections people are like oh i don't know what the judges i'm just gonna play by ear like right, if i right. like the name or if i like their face no judges are super important that guy the kyle rittenhouse judge ran unopposed in the last election and i will say this too rita this is why um like i this is why i go so hard for the black community because black issues are latino issues they're yeah. latinx issues yeah and so you know and, and we saw this with covid is that had we had more doctors of color more bipoc doctors covid could have been different same deal yeah. with these cases we need to have representation we need black judges yeah we need queer judges we need yeah. latino judges you know yeah. and, so, and it's not because they they will bring a bias or throw a certain verdict but they will have a we just need that diversity. We you just know? need diversity. The di diversity that, alone has the value. Yeah. Bottom line, we just need diversity, right? Yeah. And so I think with with what the biggest takeaway, because I did see so many people grieving on social media, mm -hmm. is that uh, folks, being a social media warrior is not a real thing. Not a real thing. Social media is great to, to share your thoughts, express yourself, but change does not happen on Facebook, Instagram, and making yeah. a post yeah. and we need to get ourselves out there we need it especially still, good change That's right the the work is happening in the streets it's happening in positions of power it's happening in places of power mm -hmm. um and and you know at least maybe the kyle case didn't go uh the way it should have gone because mm -hmm. we know that that was wrong mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. not the right way that that should have gone all the facts were there yeah the video spoke for itself. Yeah. But this is just comes to show that systemic oppression is real. Yeah. Had the tables been turned, had this been a young black boy. He, he had been, he would have been dead. Exactly. You think a, a cop is going to drive around, see this guy with an AR-15, whatever he was carrying and be like, hey, do you want water? Right. That's right. not the reaction that they would have had. And we're not uh, speculating here that would just not right children have been killed We're with having, toy guns mm -hmm. and in the middle of uh i can't remember how you call it when you just can't leave your house um right. you see someone with an ar-15 you don't offer them water if they are black you will shoot them that's what we have seen happening over and over again it's not yeah. what happened with this kid and, and that's the wild part, right, too, is, you know, at least with the second case, seeing that three white men have been convicted of murder. Once again, the facts were there. The facts speak for themselves. It was wrong. And I think it just comes to show, Rita, that 
there is progress, even in the grieving of the injustices, even in the grieving of knowing that there's systems that Mm -hmm. are not in favor of there Mm -hmm. is progress. And I think to me, I think for my emotional well-being, my, my heart goes out to my black friends that are grieving. Um, your life does matter. It's, we shouldn't have to say that it should be uh, a given Mm -hmm. a birthright that people's lives matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when we know that blacks are being targeted by police brutality. That is a fact. It's not for up for discussion. We also know that there is a very injustice system that does punish blacks harsher. So, mm-hmm. um, and so- it's not just in the in the justice system, right? Or law enforcement. We see it everywhere across industries. We see how if your name, um, you have a traditional black name, African American name in your resume, and you just swap it for a, a traditional white name. Um, you will your your chance of getting a job change dramatically. There are studies about this. It's, it's not just on, on law enforcement. We know that um, black women have higher uh, childbirth death rates. Mm-hmm. Even if you take every single factor that you could be thinking, oh, it's because health issues. No, you take that out. Oh, it's because mm-hmm. of economic issues. You take that out. Mm-hmm. Education, you take all of those factors out and black women are still dying in mm-hmm. like disproportionate rates when given childbirth. So it's across the board. And it is time for everyone to just be tired of it and right. not just share that post. Like you said, you're saying is like, speak up, you know, right. when there's an issue at your city council that is targeting black people, speak up. When you see some policy being implemented that targets minorities, speak up because unless we get tired of it and speak up, things are not going to change. And we have to just treat it from every single angle possible. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, I think we need to have more representation too, right? If you know that there's a, a promotion available or, you know, yes. city manager, police chief, yes. advocate for our Black brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, I know people feel like race shouldn't matter, but to me, it's like, yeah. I also feel that when there is injustices happening, that we need to ensure that people feel safe. Yeah. And it's not, and if you're, if you're Latino white and you feel safe with the police and that's cool, that's on you, right? Like that's yeah, cool that that's you had that cool. positive experience Good for you, but for our black children, mothers who worry, yeah. like me, knowing that they have someone that looks like them, that will look at them at their child with compassion yeah. and to make sure these kids make it home. Right. Yeah. You know, um, same deal with, with all of these cases, cases, these were the children of a mother that mm-hmm. wanted to see their children come home, regardless yeah. if they're five years old, yeah. 30 years old, 50 years old, right? Yeah. We want to make sure people get home safely, that people uh, feel safe. And yeah. I think uh, the the alarms are still sounding off, right? That we need to come together as a country, as a community to really address Black Lives Matter. And that it's not a political statement. It's just reality, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I really hated how, um, how the judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case and just how the case uh, like on its own was so single focus on Mm self-defense, even, even if you do, Mm -hmm. you focus on on self-defense, um, 
I still don't think it made the verdict make sense. But mm-hmm. that was the part that bothered me that it was focused on that and that the context was completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the reason why um, that, uh, that, that event happened, like that night happened at all, mm-hmm. was because we, this whole started when George Floyd was mm-hmm. murdered, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole nation show, uh, saw that video mm-hmm. of him getting, getting murdered on the street. And we know now that it was, you know, that guy, that police guy mm-hmm. that killed them is mm-hmm. in jail, like rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back then there were people protesting all over the, all over mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. And as the country is protesting against George Floyd's death, a video comes out of another black man that gets mm-hmm. shot by police seven times, I believe, mm-hmm. on his back mm-hmm. at like completely, you know, he's not he's not really running away. The, the police just grabs him from his back, from his shirt, shoots mm-hmm. at his back seven times. The video comes out, whatever situation is, it nothing, absolutely nothing says that you should shoot at someone right. seven times like that. And it was luckily recorded, but it came out that video. And then as we're grieving what's happening with George Floyd and the reality that we're in, that video comes out. So now this entire community, I believe Kenosha, just goes out and protests even because mm-hmm. at that point, what do you what do you do? When you we see have so many that injustices. Yes. We have that right to protest. Yes. And and I think um that should be a, a, another topic at least about protesting because I feel this country doesn't realize what protesting is, why protesting is powerful, how the different levels of protesting and manifesting work. Um, and that's the thing too, right? Is that people have a right to take to the streets. Yeah, and and granted what was happening in Kenosha from both sides mm-hmm. or all sides. Um escalated Mm -hmm. in ways that we you know ideally should not have Mm -hmm. like cars were being were being burned but what do you expect like just look at the context we saw the george floyd we saw the george floyd video and then mm -hmm. we see this other video of this other killing right it's not like it's not like this is such a heavy topic yeah it's not like it was a an isolated incident, exactly. right? There had been so many other Black lives lost. Yes. From the beginning, I mean, so many years upon years, we're talking, you know, decades upon decades of rooted racism. Yes. And, you know, luckily now we have our phones that can easily record things. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the context of everything matters, right? Yes, it matters. And, and it's not like people were not, starting off quietly politely exactly. right like you get to this point of frustration and i'm not saying yeah go ahead burn those things i'm not yeah. saying that don't get me wrong yeah what i'm saying is when you're grieving yeah grief shows up in different ways yeah and when you're not being heard you're not being respected your life is on the line mm-hmm. there comes a point where people express themselves and that's that's what people were doing in this country they were grieving yeah and we have seen protests even at our local level right we've we saw the george floyd uh, video come out uh black 
youth came out and organized and were protesting and were requesting, were making written requests, like verbal mm-hmm. requests, you know, mm-hmm. uh, polite requests on what changes there should be around police reform. Uh, no one paid attention to anything. There was absolutely no change happening for weeks. And then in our county, we saw our sheriff come out and say that he had never seen uh, systemic racism. And he says this at a tea party, Sheriff Parkinson's Law County says it at a tea party meeting. Someone, somehow the recording comes out because they're dumb like that. And then uh, these are the people, they're seeing people that look like them being murdered. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff comes out at a time where emotions are so heightened. And so or youth went out and took the highway very peacefully. Mm-hmm. Very p- people were not being threatened in any way. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? This systemic racism will keep turning and gets those people into the court system. And so now we're right. seeing youth that are going through the court system because they went out to protest, if, even though they spent multiple days and weeks and i am witness of it where they were asking politely in written ways and you know how to improve how to be better how to make sure that a george floyd case doesn't happen here in the community Mm -hmm. as this is happening months after as we're still grieving uh george uh floyd's uh case we see in kenosha county the shooting of jacob blake and there are the video comes out, the police says, okay, no one, mm-hmm. you know, there are protests, mm-hmm. no one can come out of their house after a certain time, there's a curfew right. put in place. And what happens? This guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, comes from a different state, uses a weapon that he's not Very permitted. intentional, right? Yeah. If this was a planned out, I'm going, yeah. I'm making my way out yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't come out saying, oh, I know this one person that owns this auto shop and, you right. know, no. Or, he hey, Kyle, out. Who, who asked you to come out? Please yeah. let us know who yeah. called you up. Yeah. He comes out, <laughs> uses a weapon that he's not supposed to have. Some other irresponsible guy leaves the weapon uh, not secure. Uh, some other responsible guy allows oh him gosh. to use the gun. His irresponsible mother mm-hmm. allows him to come across uh, state lines. He comes out with an AR-15 you know pretending to be a medic when he has absolutely no experience lying and then and then the another injustice that happens the first guy that he killed had just come out out of jail i believe that day Mm -hmm. he had been struggling with mental issues which alone is a whole different issue in our system where we don't give people with mental problems with health problems the the assistance and the mm-hmm. care that they need and we put them in jail and he this guy comes out of jail that day he's carrying a plastic bag with him sees a kid with an ar-15 with probably all of his testosterone just like Mm-mm. up the roof throws the plastic bag at him and gets shot multiple times and gets killed and that was just just the first person person that gets killed so if we're not seeing the issues in context, if we're not seeing all right. of all of the issues in this picture, mm. then we're just missing the freaking point. Yeah, and I think it's important the the fact that you know Black Lives Matter, and you know, this is why people are still taking to the streets. This is probably why, and I, I feel terrible saying this. This is why we will continue to take the streets. Yeah. We we will we don't want to be out there, but as long as this is happening yeah. and it's not being addressed, yeah, 
we have every single right to take to the streets. And in this episode alone, we've spent most part of it talking to you, trying to convince you to get involved in politics. You take the, the nice path, right? Mm-hmm. Support a campaign, mm-hmm. go out to vote, uh, go to your redistricting meeting, support school board members. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you're doing all of that and you still see all of these injustices that hit you to your core, you know? Right, so right. We, the work has to be done in parallel it's not either or right and there's levels right there's levels that you graduate and you start off really nice and cute and being polite <laughs> and then you you know I, I used to wonder why like people get radical and crazy and it's like sometimes with change um change has to be forced unfortunately yeah. and there there have been a lot of good that have come out of the black lives matter movement yeah sure. you know um and accountability right even that trial with the George Floyd situation, I was, I, I was very skeptical. I didn't think it was going to go in our favor and thank goodness it did. And and that's um, the accountability, right? Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the most basic thing that there could have been there accountability to that person that did it. But, you know, these are systemic issues, you know, when, Mm -hmm. when the way that police are trained, Mm -hmm. the standards that are set for police members, Mm -hmm. I know police members, I have friends that are in the police. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm not afraid to tell them, you know, Mm -hmm. we should be requiring a little bit more of our police members, maybe a college degree, Mm -hmm. which we currently don't, as far Mm -hmm. as I'm aware here Mm -hmm. uh, in our county. And we should be requiring training that is not biased and that is actually based on facts. You know, there's yeah. some police trainings where they say that and the danger that they're in when they stop every single car, when in reality, when you look at the data, you're most likely to die horseback riding, right. you know, than actually stopping a car and so you go in as a new police member Mm -hmm. afraid Mm -hmm. and thinking that you're going to be killed every time that you stop someone for a traffic light or whatever it is and it just it just goes to show that there there's just so many things that need to be fixed and Mm -hmm. that we should all be asking for all of it and I know what you were saying you said earlier that sometimes it gets overwhelming because there's just so many things Mm -hmm. But if it's not us, then who, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why everyone needs to participate because when there's more people involved and advocating for change, then the load becomes lighter mm-hmm. for all of us. Right. And so, we all benefit, right? Like that's the thing do. that with safety, we want everyone to make it home safely, right? Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to lose your life. Shouldn't be that hard. Uh, because you're trying to make your way home, uh, get stopped over a taillight, you yeah. know, or, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's wild. And unfortunately, um, there's a lot of work ahead of us, but I know for me, Rita, I, I just wanted to focus on like the positive because it is, is, there's a lot going on in the world and we have to take care of ourselves. We have to take care of our mental well-being. Um, you know, there's a lot of weight that happens. Um, and that's why if, if you see a community organizer that's managing to do it without getting arrested and, and, and craziness like that, Smile support, at them. Them at the very yeah, support them because there is a lot of pressure. Yeah. So many factors give them a gift go card. wrong, yeah. right? So many things, um, literally give them a gift card. Cause there's so many of these community organizers where I talk to and they're like, Oh, I haven't had dinner. I haven't had lunch. And it's like, 7 p.m. at night, you know, because they've been doing things out there for the community with no 
And that's how real change is made, right? Going out there, being consistent. And um, we're living in such interesting times. I was talking to my little niece. I was telling her about these cases, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously appropriate to for a Mm nine-year-old. But I was telling her, I was like, I I hope that you learn about this as as a high schooler, as a college student. And someone says, well, critical race theory is probably not going to be, ethnic studies can't even be taught right so yeah, like we're the but, fight, but yeah. this is this is an opportunity too where I think we take self-responsibility that we navigate the little people in our life yeah. to understand because they're living in such an important time yeah like this is such a time capsule that we're mm-hmm. living in Rita. and history will be told on these, yeah. on these events right yeah. like whether whether it be the history books in yeah. our public education yeah or the history books coming from our own household yeah right yeah. we have that power right yeah. let's not let's not play victims to a system that is not for us we have to take that power and empower ourselves yeah so um, and, they, and what those history books will say is what we allowed or we didn't mm-hmm. allow to happen you know right what kind of resistance there was to even those systemic issues mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah but i'm hopeful so yeah i'm thankful i'm thankful for for the community at hand i'm thankful for you rita i'm thankful for i see so many people rita so many people that are showing up to these meetings getting yes. the email chains so many people making the phone calls yeah creating the digital flyers yeah um, they're making their skills yeah. i've seen people that made like cookies you know people oh. that write postcards people that um make pies you know for for to like I don't know, to sell, to fundraise, or just to give out to or candidates or elected officials, you know, whatever you can do, if you can knit, just make a couple hats, I'm sure something can be made with that. If you like cooking, or if you like doing anything, all of your skills are welcome, and they will add value, even if you don't know where to start, someone, someone will be able to to help you figure that out for sure, because you're needed. Yeah. Um, and because you're so. needed, it's important that we take some breaks as well. Yes. I am definitely following the redistricting process, but I was able to take a quick break last week. And I'm really looking forward to taking a little break during uh, Christmas and New yes. Year's. Um, do you have any plans for the holidays? I am. It, it was a busy Thanksgiving time uh, supporting the community. And yeah, now you were giving out turkeys. We're giving out. We gave out 156 turkeys, a blessing. Jeez. And you know what, Rita? Uh, so thankful for you, Sonia. That's, that's the magic. You should have seen it, Rita. Oh. We, had, we had so many Black folks show up because we're oh. intentionally reaching out to the Black community of yes. North County. We have, of course, we always have the Latino representation, but yeah. it, but see, you should have just seen alone our volunteers. We had uh, white, black, Latino children, older, we had veterans, we had essential workers. Oh. And I'm like, that's the community that I want to see. This is the yes. community that I love. This is why I go so hard for my community because I've seen the best of our community. I've seen the worst, yeah, but I've also seen the best. Yeah. And and you know it, it keeps me going, but you know as you're saying, we need to take a break, and so I will be taking a break uh, the next couple next couple of weeks, and going to the drawing board, right? Like okay, yeah. now with the new year coming, yeah. like what is the goal? What are we doing? Yeah. And I know for me, it's always community first. So before politics and all of that, it's always going to be community first. Uh, what's the best interest for the community, and yeah. then we move uh, along with okay, how can we implement to make this happen? But what I'm learning right now, Rita, is that what I, my biggest takeaway from George Floyd was that um, 
our communities have been broken down so much, especially BIPOC, queer communities, uh, low-income communities, mm -hmm. uh, that we need to focus on rebuilding trust with, with the community yes, and confidence the, in the, the community. trusting messengers. And, yeah. and that happens through being consistent with them. So yes. that's to me, it's like, I'm going to focus where, where the emergency is at, and that's really the community. So I encourage you guys, this is the season. Um, unfortunately, Christmas is always a season where people want to be more generous. Yeah. So if you're feeling generous, donate to Paso Cares nonprofit, uh, Giving Tuesdays coming amazing up. Amazing work. Uh, yes. And, and get involved. Like if you're really feeling in the dumps right now because of everything that is happening, go volunteer, like restore that yes. hope in people because there is also a lot of good happening yeah and that's really the only I, I found the only way to really feel hope and purpose is when you're helping others mm -hmm. and helping others with no intention of receiving anything in return mm -hmm. right so building exactly. community helping the community being part of the community um so yeah if you're able to volunteer during the holidays um any holiday that you celebrate um, use those days to help others because it will give you that that sense of purpose that we all need in our lives. Um, and even 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 if it's one hour, it makes a huge difference. So yeah, there are a lot of organizations, Paso Cares for sure, uh, but find a organization around around where you live uh, that is helping the community. Uh, through the holidays and after the holidays, mm -hmm. uh, it's helping with housing, it's helping undocumented immigrants, it's helping every any every and anyone that needs it the most during this trying time. So uh, go out there and help. Take a break. Mm -hmm. Take a take a breather. Um, let's celebrate those wins, but let's continue putting in the work. There's so much work to do, and we'll hopefully we'll be back before the year end i think we will yeah we will <laughs> yeah let's do that and let's uh maybe reflect on what this year meant um man that's gonna be a homework yeah uh, and what next year uh can bring you know we've gone through very hard times we thought the pandemic was going to be done this year which it wasn't no. <laughs> so um we'll yeah we'll just uh we'll 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 be back but you know get involved and be ready to take a break. And now we're going to break. Now we're going to break. <laughs> Adios, chicas, Yeah. Ciao, everyone. Gracias por uh, us on Facebook, Instagram, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.